Oh, it's too hot, bro. It's so warm. Help. Help. It's so goddamn hot in the UK right now. I don't know what's going on, man. This isn't the way it's supposed to be. It ain't supposed to be like this. We're supposed to be the rainy, cold, disastrous country with cloud and grey sky gracing us every single morning. Yeah, it is bright, clear, red hot. I went outside. I had to go outside to get some lunch. And what did I see? But nearly everybody in the streets is like semi-naked. The barbecues are beginning to burn. I can smell the meats preparing to cook as people are unclasping and undoing their beers in order to celebrate the glorious weather before it, of course, disappears once more. But as for me, I want to stay right here with you guys. And thanks all to those who could tear themselves away from Jeeth from Echo, who I just discovered after gifting him some subs. My contribution to his love of Final Fantasy XIV's MSQ that he dislikes Suyu. Even after the full-on redemption arc and the history of her past. <sighs> Why does it always come back to get me? Why does it always come back to get me? Death fake out? Come on, guys. Don't we all know that bulletproof fucking silk dresses exist am i the only one here who's kept up to date with modern stuff of course there's bulletproof thin dresses out there <laughs> she had kevlar under that that's exactly what they say in the story is she was protected safe and sound she was absolutely everything we needed to be yeah he just doesn't understand <laughs> elegant tech dude you've just got to get with it you've got to get with it since last time we spoke for the you drama time listeners out there on your drives to work, on your drives home from work. Hello to you. I hope you had a fine day or about to have a fine day. PreachCon is sold out and we have the countdown below 47 days until the event arrives. And I will be here in Manchester with 250 of you all gathered in one place. It's going to be hot. It's going to be toasty. It's going to be a pleasure i actually think certainly based on who is attending this year we're gonna have the best year ever it's going to be very very cool and i cannot wait to i cannot wait for you guys to experience it let's put it that way i cannot wait for you guys to experience everything we have lined up for you i think you're gonna have a whale of a time i think it's gonna be fantastic i think it's gonna be good uh hot and toasty and pleasurable that is what i'm aiming for with this year's preach gone hot toasty pleasurable and plenty of drinks to wash it all down and have some fun with cannot wait to meet the crawlers mm -hmm. and the content creators yes yes so you all know noble is coming he's uh, revealed it in the chat <laughs> he was like yeah i'm gonna be there he's getting the tr i'm getting the train i'm gonna be there noble will be there but that's the only one i think who uh people know is gonna be there he does come every year we love him very much and i miss him mr gm is coming yes dan bought a ticket actually we had to go through the list of people we wanted to invite we can't invite too many because we literally fill the place to capacity so it's a case of who can we who do, who do we get these invites out to? Because I would invite everybody. It's like, should we invite all of Echo? Well, that's like 30 tickets that aren't available for you guys, right? So it's quite it down. So Dad just bought himself a ticket, which is glorious. OK Mage is coming. She also bought herself a ticket. So Jordan is going to be there. If you watch the Race to World first, you will know Jordan is amazing. Absolutely awesome. So she got herself a ticket as well to come down, which is great for me because that makes my love. <clears throat> Bellula is also coming according to his Twitter. Bellula is coming. I can confirm that Bellula is coming. So there's four. <laughs> there's four. Four of the... Nine. 
four of the nine. That's four. No. Ten. Let me do my numbers again. Uh, Eleven, maybe. Eleven special guests. We have one person unconfirmed because they're trying to squeeze it in. So it's potentially eleven, ten confirmed special guests. Any FF14 content creators? You'll have to wait and see. You'll have to wait and see, won't you? You'll have to wait and see. Who knows? Who knows? It's a big old mystery. But the tickets are all gone, so... Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's a big old mystery. <laughs> it's a big old mystery. Who knows? Who knows? Thankfully, I don't need to book it like a wrestling card, which is good. Uh, which is great. So, 47 days until it happens. But, of course, next weekend. So, eight days from now, my dudes. We are having the first ever FF14 Crystalline Conflict, the Questling Cup, next Saturday. Next Saturday, we are having that. We have some casters coming down. We're going to have a little production for you. We have tons of giveaways going on. We have it all happening next Saturday, all right? So I hope you're here. It's going to be a really fun afternoon. We have our eight teams. They have been selected, and they are RP gods. And on that note, the things to look forward to is if you missed it on Twitch, uh, the Crawlers, you might remember them putting on that spectacular play uh, that they made of our journey to FF14, actually made a customized quest uh, the quest, the K-W-E-H-S-T uh, that I went on this week. They've been building it for months. They put so much effort into it. It was really, really cool. The RP gods, yeah, stood forward. One of my first tries at like RPing on camera. I'm not an RPer, so I definitely wasn't the best. <laughs> definitely wasn't the best, but I thought we, we did okay. I thought we did okay. I thought it was a ton of fun. It was really well made, and the effort the guys went to to immerse us was fantastic. But that's not why you're here right now. You're here because you want to hear tales of woe and misery and fun and shenanigans that happen all across the anonymity that is the internet. Uh, and this is a true statement. Casuals. Destroy friendships. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Casuals. The destroyers. They're lurking. No matter where you look, they are lurking. And from my wonderful live audience who's here this bright sunny afternoon, I need a guild name which would have been an appropriate guild name made by kids in high school. That is your theme, kids in high school. As I add, Slow Hula and the Pineapple, our website supporters, onto here to make this show possible. Thank you to everybody who contributes on the website. A lot of people ask me about it, and uh, yeah, $1 on our website. $1 covers all the ads you skip or anything like that. It's a wonderful, wonderful assistance. So thank you very much. Uh, the Pokemon Collectors, mm, XX Reaper XX. That's more of a play name. The Cowabunga Dudes, the Lords of Darkness. Oh, I do like that. Yeah, the Lords of Darkness. That fits. The Lords of Darkness. We're going to be so badass, bro. We're going to be so cool, bro. It's going to be amazing. We're going to be so cool. Okay. Slow Hula and the Pineapple. Are they members of the Lords of Darkness? Let's find out. Preacher! Hello to you. And hello to your wonderful chat. I have a tale for you. Now, this one does take place in World of Warcraft. But it is about... And I'm sorry to say this, my friends. My casualness. And how my casualness literally lost me a real-life friend and caused me to have a rift with my brother that lasted years. 
That seems a little heavy. <laughs> that seems a little heavy. Okay. What did you do? Not prepare potions or something? <laughs> I don't know. Before we get to this tale, a little background is needed so you understand exactly how casual I am. Set sails for sitting down. Okay. I started World of Warcraft when I was 11 years of age. That's two ones, baby. All the way back in the Burning Crusade. My brother is named Slowhula. And he and I were kids back then. And I must stress, because this is very important, English is not our first language. We had never played a game like WoW before, and I had no idea what it was about, only that people had told us it was really fun and the game to get into. I made myself a human priest, and I began smiting my way to level 8. Never once, not one single time, my friends, did I visit a class trainer. And never once did I do a single quest. Because I couldn't read English. That's going to be a problem. Could you not change the language to localize? Koji? Woohoo! Koji! Could we... Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, you, the only, I guess the only reason you figured out to press smite is because it actually did damage to something. Oh, dear. <clears throat> Despite not being able to understand a single thing that was happening in the game, I was amazed. It was so pretty. It was so big. It was such a big, wonderful world. I just wanted to explore the map. I discovered most of it. I died a billion times. I had no idea. <laughs> Can we get some hugs? I had no idea that you could resurrect where you died. And I used the spirit healer every time. Because I couldn't read English. I tell you all. Resurrection sickness was just a buff that I had. <laughs> and that buff would have no effect on how I would spam my smite towards the enemies. Oh, bless your little cotton socks. Look at you, eh? Oh. But then, my friends, the unthinkable happened. And what really set me apart from every other noob you might have encountered in drama time before. I realized I could see a different zone from the bank I was on in Elwyn Forest. It looked different, darker. Another forest still. But there was water between us. And I decided I would explore this area as I'd loved exploring so much. And I crossed that water. Immediately, without warning, a white wolf with a symbol of a skull that I had never seen before appeared out of nowhere and I died instantaneously. But this led to a further problem, my friends. I know how to get myself alive again. Me and the spirit healer have become best of friends. But when I clicked that button, this was a new spirit healer <laughs> in a place I had never seen before. I was now in a cemetery, in what I would later find out was Duskwood. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. It's not a big deal. Just go back to your corpse, res on the other side of the water, away from the wolf, be safe, be proud. But I didn't know I could do that. I didn't understand any of the messages that were popping up in my game. I didn't understand what any of the items were, unless the icon made sense. I was fucked. Completely fucked. I realized I had reached endgame. 
I've reached endgame. I realized I had reached endgame prematurely. So I deleted the character and quit the game. When my friends asked me why I wasn't playing World of Warcraft, I told them it was something girls played. So cool. Right? How cool are you? Oh, you're cool. Oh, you're the coolest. You are easily the coolest. Oh, it's a girls game. Yeah, I'm not playing that piece of shit. Fairies and trees and whatever. Fucking no thanks, mate. No thanks, mate. Not for me. I'm too busy getting my dick sucked 24-7. Do you know what I mean, mate? I can't be fucking dealing with that because I've got to roll down in my pinto. Picking up some hoes on the boulevard. Can't be playing that fucking game, mate. I'm too hard. Gotta get into the gym, you know what I mean? I'm too busy between making my fucking plastic encased meals. Got too much broccoli to boil, you know what I mean, mate? Too much broccoli. Instead, I moved on to manlier games. I discovered Call of Duty and Counter-Strike. I was quite good at these. And funnily enough, for whatever reason, I was nowhere near casual in these games. If someone did not perform to the standard that I demanded of my teammates, I would scream. I wish I was exaggerating here, but I would physically scream at them down my, down my microphone. I would explain to them in vivid detail how I would take their mothers, lay them down, and penetrate them, and much worse. Creature I am not proud to admit it. But I had officially become the most cliche, toxic little shit when it came to FPS games. What makes it more than odd is that when I tried to play WoW, I was the worst. I was the ultimate shit noob. But I liked it. When I did play it, I had fun. I enjoyed exploring the world. But thankfully, as I went back to the game, got a little better... Something was added in the Cataclysm that made the game perfection. That made it the game that I always wanted. <laughs> Battle Pets. There it is. There it is. Oh, nailed it. Oh, perfect game. 10 out of 10 IGN. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yes. I loved leveling my Battle Pets. I loved capturing my battle pets. I spent countless hours doing this while leveling different characters and building up my army, my zoo of battle pets. I played through most of Kata and Mr. Pandaria, but never once, never once did I join a guild or join a raid that wasn't LFR. I had tried raiding in the LFR, and I saw that raiders were very toxic, and they would wipe all the time. I didn't enjoy raiding. Fucking LFR, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried raiding, mate. Join this raid, mate. They couldn't even kill the boss, and they were all giving each other shit, mate. It was the worst. It was the worst. I'm not playing with that. My full tale that I want to share with you today starts in Wall of Draenor while I was still in school. I was now in what America considers to be high schools. <laughs> that's cold. That's cold. Holy God, that's cold as ice. I was now in what America considers to be high schools. Many of my friends were pretty serious about WoW now. They had weekly raids and I thought they were insane. Why would you set out time every week to do the same content over and over again, says the Counter-Strike player. 
Really? Now, one of my friends, the Pineapple, is pretty fucking serious about his raiding. He was doing mythic content. He was a pretty good friend at the time, even though we never played World of Warcraft together. We met each other when he changed school to my middle school, and we were pretty much bestest of friends. We both enjoyed playing PlayStation. We would talk for days about Ratchet Ratchet and Clank, which is still one of my favorite games to this very day. And at some point during Walls of Draenor, something happened to the Pineapple's Guild. It was disbanded. And for about a month, he would not stop banging on about this. So he came up with an idea to solve all his problems and mine. He was going to begin his own guild. A utopian paradise for focused gamers such as himself. He was going to begin the Lords of Darkness. He wanted to change his ways. So he decreed in one loud voice that this guild, the Lords of Darkness, was to be focused on friendship and more casual gameplay. Now, after everything I've told you about my history and starting in World of Warcraft, the Lords of Darkness was the first guild I ever joined. And it was as it was full of people that I knew. But I never once joined their raids. Because as I said, I had stepped foot in a raid before, my friends, and it's full of bastards. And I didn't want anything to do with that. By this time, I had a load of capped characters. It was it, Leveling was the most fun I had in World of Warcraft. And this will be important for later, as I had a literal bench full of characters. While as a Draenor, though, it just kept dragging on. The guild was doing great, and even Slow Hula, my brother, who had been doing a lot of heroic raiding since Wrath of the Lich King, had joined the guild. Slow Hula was a Death Knight tank and ended up being an officer in the guild eventually. Our raids weren't every Sunday and we were set to take about four hours each. I would sometimes just sit in the team speak while the raid was going on and join in with some conversations that would go on sometimes. Now, sometime after Hellfire Citadel has released, something changed within the Lords of Darkness. An atmospheric change, who knows? But they had lost the only warlock they had in the guild. Now, I had, as I mentioned earlier, a whole bunch of characters ready and raring to go. And one of them was a warlock. As you might have guessed, some whispers started to come my way. They were missing hellstones, they were missing all good stuff. And it came from the pineapple. Excuse me, mate. You got the warlock, right? You want to come and join us for the raid on Sunday? We'd really like to have a warlock, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. I, I don't like raiding. I don't enjoy it. Mate. Mate, come on. Go on. Think about all the gear you could get, me. Go on, just give it a try. What could go wrong? The offer of some gear, that interested me. See, I was leveling my characters, but gear, not so much. 
You have to remember, Preacher, I had never done a normal mode raid in my life. I didn't like LFR. So the gear I had was mostly from dungeons. So I gave the only response that made sense to a young child at the time. Kind of loot. What do you mean? Don't worry about it, mate. You can have all the cloth gear you want. As long as some of the old school don't need it. Know what I mean? Honestly, to me, this sounded like the best deal of all time. I have to do one raid. I'll get some gear. Job done. I quite liked playing my warlock now I thought about it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I could do this. I said yes. And I signed up for the raid this coming Sunday. Now. Today, after all these years of drama time, I know this deal that we had made probably sounds a little shady. And that I could have done a run and not gotten anything at all. But these guys were my friends. Yes. These are friends. They wouldn't betray me friends don't do that to each other okay and i can officially declare that after playing for all these years the first run i ever did in world of warcraft of a regulation raid was hellfire citadel normal and preach an audience i was showered in loot they literally were pissing items onto my head. My item level rose by almost 100 within four hours. And I even got two set pieces. I felt like the king of the goddamn game. And I was hooked. Oh, I was hooked. There was a problem, however. It turns out, I am terrible absolute complete shit there was a reason they didn't kick me there was a reason they had asked me to come at all in fact they needed someone to put down summon stones and on one of the fights they had asked me to do something and i can't remember now what it is <clears throat> there it is <laughs> there it is the first night I turned up, it was no problem. I was the bottom of the damage meter. I died in nearly every fight as I had no idea what I was doing. This gave me quite a lot of shit from people, as you can imagine, but I just laughed it off as most of it was in good jest. All in all, I had an amazing raid. An amazing night. Lots of laughter. I got loads of items and every boss died. But it was a dream that was being poisoned into a nightmare. I just didn't know it was happening. For a guild like Lords of Darkness, previous, heroic, mythic, whatever you want to call it, raiders, normal mode was something they wanted to do when they didn't want to give a shit. Normal mode was something they wanted to do over a few beers. Normal mode was something they wanted to do to chill with friends and have a laugh. I didn't understand that my first run was in fact the alt run with scuff alts that were played by good players. And I also didn't know I was the only cloth wearer in the raid. 
And that is the only reason that I got so many items. This was my first experience raiding. I didn't know that this wasn't the norm. I didn't know that it wasn't normal to just get all the loot. Naive, yes, I know now looking back, but at the time, as a youngster, I had no reason to believe that this wasn't the way every single raid pretty much worked. So as you can probably guess, I asked immediately, can I come back next Sunday? They said, sure, now you've got some gear, we will be doing heroic with the alts, which is where our alts are up to. I was told that this time, I should do a little preparation. I didn't know what the fuck that meant. Do I stand outside the raid and wait for it to happen? Is that how I prepare to be at the raid? Do I just need to be online on time? I don't know. And then I thought about it. I think I'm already prepared. I was quite confident. I had nearly full purple items. I had some food in my bags that I'd got from some quests. And I could be there on time. So I thought about it for a moment, considered all these things, and then ticked the box that I am prepared. Nailed it. Ready to go. Full on. Now, before any of you condemn me, <laughs> I just want to be super clear that as I write this to you, I realize how fucking stupid I was. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> now I look back, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But genuinely at the time, I didn't know any better. What was I supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> so of course, those days fly by my new gear and Sunday rolls around. I join TeamSpeak. We get to the raid and we pull the first boss. I die. Hellfire Assault, eh? Dead on Hellfire Assault. Heroic. How? <laughs> But how? But how? <laughs> That's the question I have for you. But how? Because <laughs> clearly the rest of the raid hasn't died. So I can only imagine you ran into the ads. Right? That must have been what he did. He must have ran into the cluster or something. And this was, of course, to be a repeating process for this fine raid evening that we've uh, we've now taken part on. We went through the first few bosses. The amount of damage I dished out uh, this evening was actually noteworthy. It was probably one of the worst logged performances of Hellfire Citadel Heroic for any Warlock to have ever taken part in it. Now, it turns out, and I didn't know, <laughs> that all the issues with my damage from the previous week, people had noticed, but I was wearing all blues. So they had dismissed it. But this week, I was not wearing all blues anymore. And people had really started to notice that I was shit. Really bad. 
it was now becoming apparent that it wasn't a case that I had no HP. <clears throat> After a few bosses of this rinse and repeat process of me walking and dying and doing no damage, Slow Hula asked me a direct question that made it totally silence the entire team speak while everybody in the raid waited for my response. Arthur, where's your flask? And according to the logs, you haven't used a single potion this entire run. Is everything okay? I was dumbfounded. This question really confused me. And after a while, all I could say was... Flask? Now, my response gave out quite the laughter from the people listening to me say this. And this was the first time I noticed that maybe they weren't laughing with me. <laughs> and I started to feel like... I'm really dumb, aren't I? This was not the playful laughter of a good joke. It felt condescending. They were all just laughing at me. After a lot of laughter, the pineapple asked me again. But you did prepare for the raid, right? Like we asked? I said, yes. Right. What did you do? I thought about it for a moment. And then I told him. I was here 15 minutes early. Now, silence, silence fell over the whole team speak. The laughter had stopped. To this day, I really think no one, not my brother, not my IRL friends, could have anticipated the level of casualness with which I played World of Warcraft and just how little knowledge I had of Endgame. What hurt the most... Oh no. <laughs> what hurt the most... Is that no one replied to what I said. They just went and pulled more trash. Oh, that hurts. That really hurts. They didn't even respond. They just went on. Oh man. Yeah, that that burns. That's 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 heartburn, that is. That sucks. The next boss, the same happened as it had, of course, all night, as I died again. So I sat there dead, waited until they finished the boss. I got no loot that evening. When I brought it up as to why I wasn't getting all the loot this time, 
They told me there was no reason to give it to me. You can't even use it, bro. And this night, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, my second ever raid. This was not a fun night for me. After a while, oh, this is dark. After a while, people started talking about me to each other. Pointing out what I was doing wrong as if I wasn't even there. As I lay dead on the boss fights, I felt as dead as my character. Oh, that's mean. That's mean. Just remove him if he's a problem. You, you're that desperate for summons? Come on. Of course, that night I decided raiding was over for me. I'd gotten some loot from the first night. That was enough for me. It was may way more than I had ever hoped for anyway. I wasn't asked... <laughs> Shockingly, I was not asked if I wanted to raid again with them. <laughs> and I was fine with that. Or so I thought. A week passes, and it's Sunday again, and I'm online, and it's raid night. I'm lazing around with my girlfriend at a house. When my phone rings, IRL, and it's slow hula. Where are you? Raid started five minutes ago. What? What do you mean, I replied. Slow Hula was now getting angry. Are you stupid? Are you doing this on purpose? You can't just become a raid part of the raid team for one week and then not show up the next. I was surprised. For the last two raids, I had been asked if I wanted to attend. I had signed up. I had told them what was going on. I hadn't done any of that this time. So, surely they didn't want me in the raid. It turned out, when I logged in, that there were a lot of summons missing. And that had made the raid group pretty angry. <laughs> They had had to run through Hellfire Citadel on occasion after joining the raid late or going to collect things. And as a warlock, I could summon them from inside. But it wasn't my fault. I wasn't invited back. I told them I'm not a part of the team. I don't want to be part of the raid team. Slowhula just hung up on me and left me quite upset. Me and Slowhula never got into arguments. And this just seemed to be so weird and out of place. The very next day in the real world, in school, I see the pineapple and, and go to say good morning. He didn't even lift his head to acknowledge me. Under his breath, he just called me a quitter and a fucking casual. That was all my friends said to me that day. I was feeling so much pressure to join in the raid for the next few weeks. And so I did. And I'm sorry to say I did. Every single Sunday, I would enter Hellfire Citadel, summon a bunch of people, die to nearly every boss. No one would mention me dying anymore. So I just started doing it on purpose. I would spend my Sundays watching YouTube, wait to be rezzed, summon people, and play on my phone. There I was. Every Sunday... Running in, dying on purpose, wasting time. I got really tired of it really fast. But I felt obliged. If I didn't, apparently I was causing problems for my IRL friends. I was causing problems for my brother. Because they always ended every night with the same few poisonous words that started to burn into my soul. Same time next week, everybody. We've got a few more bosses to do. And I fucking hated it.
I fucking hated it. So what do you do in this situation? Preach and chat. I did what I did all those years ago when I first started playing that human priest who was trapped, <laughs> trapped in Duskwood. I just quit the fucking game. Now that's not what you do. You tell them, if you really need me, I'll come this week, but I'm not coming next week. And that's it. <laughs> that, that dealt with. Sorry, I don't like it. So <laughs> I'll come this week and help you out if you need me, but I'm not coming again. Ta-da! <laughs> All fixed. All sorted, right? All sorted. Find a Warlock. They're not that rare. Sphiel play. He's really good. <clears throat> He's got a sick UI. Wait till you see it. I told the people in TeamSpeak, look, I'm stopping. Wow. As I did not find it fun anymore. And the pineapple got really annoyed with me. Because only casuals quit heroic raiding, he said. And that's where I lost it. I know I'm a casual player. I don't want to be anything more. I don't want to get into raids. You asked me to join you. It wasn't the other way around. You said you needed me. I ranted for a good couple of minutes until I was out of breath and lost for words that are the best left unspoken flew out of my mouth. Silence. Again, that stupid silence over TeamSpeak. And I finally had a good feeling in my stomach because fuck them. I don't care if they're my friends. I don't care if it's my brother. Fuck them. It felt so good to finally tell the people how I really felt. I just forgot one thing, though. Teenagers are dickheads. The only response I got from my two-minute, well-spoken, aggressive rant was from the Pineapple. And all he said was, Bruh. And then I heard it. User has been banned from the channel. And I was removed from TeamSpeak. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> you mad? At least it's better than you mad, right? You mad's even worse. You mad though? You mad, bro? I was really upset. I was playing with my IRL friends and my brother. I just didn't want to fucking raid. I had friends in this guild. I knew them all IRL before I knew them in World of Warcraft. But I was kicked out of everything. The guild, the team speak. I swear to Jesus, they kicked me from the Facebook group. <laughs> The next day, not being shy, I found a pineapple and approached him to talk about it. He didn't want to talk about it. He said there's nothing to talk about. He said I clearly wasn't up for the task and he would find someone with bigger, with a bigger dick to take it up. I just walked away. My brother Slowhuller and I never talked about what happened. But he does sometimes ask me if I've, if I've figured out what a flask is yet. <laughs> I would ask you that every Thanksgiving. <laughs> Need a flask, right? No matter what we're doing, we've got to fix the car. We've got to go and do a task that brothers have to do. Whatever it is, need a flask. Do you know what that is? You sure? You sure? You sure you know what that is? Truly, sadly, though, this was all the way back in Legion, right? My friendship with the pineapple never recovered. I don't speak to him at all anymore. Wow. Uh, that's not on you, by the way. The pineapple's a penis. You're fine. <laughs> Preacher and the audience. I hope you enjoyed my little tale of super casualness that destroyed a friendship, but it gave me an important lesson that I will always carry with me till the day I die. Google shit. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my story. I hope I brought a smile to your faces. <laughs> Just Google shit. Not that hard. At least you're honest, man. It ain't that hard. It's just Google shit. It's fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. What do I need for a raid? 
what do I need for a raid? Simple Simon. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go in here. All right. Uh, oh, God. What a name. Is this a genuine name from one of our supporters, Bex? Dark Soul 69. Yes. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Thank you for your monthly support, my friend. Uh, okay. So, this is a drama time setting from someone called Liquid Max. <clears throat> Should be good. <clears throat> Should be good. Okay. <clears throat> oh, I'm not supposed to read out the author, am I? Okay, fine. <clears throat> Ahoy! A preacher and chat. Only the hairiest of bro-knuckle fists to you all. I'm there. I'm there. I bring to you a tale. Short, but it rocked the very foundations of how I play and see World of Warcraft. This is not by Max. I'm just joking. It's not by Max. This is a story of how I thought I understood raiding. and progress raiding for the most part. But in reality, I was exposed to the dark side of World of Warcraft that totally changed my entire perspective on things. It all begins, my friends, as I start pugging heroic sepulchre on my shaman. And I, of course, as a brave pugger, search the group finder for a listing for heroic sepulchre. And there I see it. Full heroic sepulchre run. And this is where I met Dark Souls 69. For context, I had been trying to do Heroic Sepulchre for a very, very long time. But every pug I joined had turned to absolute mush in a heartbeat. So getting a full run that wasn't just stuck on a late or mid-tier mid boss was a joy. All I wanted was that sweet, sweet Heroic tier set. Now Dark Souls 69 was a Blood Elf Frost Death Knight. Sure, the edgy name of Dark Souls 69 was a red flag, but we are pugging here. But when I inspected him as well, what did I see? What did I gaze upon? He has cleared everything on normal mode, 10 out of 10, and has cleared 6 out of the 10 bosses on Heroic. I linked my previous tiers ahead of the curve, along with the 10 out of 10 normal and 3 out of 10 Heroic that I had managed to muster over the last few months, and I got invited. The raid fills... All the while, I notice, first of all, Dark Souls 69, praise be. Isn't linking a Discord? Isn't typing in the raid chat? But we push on. We clear the trash to our first boss. The tanks have assist. They ready check, and we pull. We begin the fight, and everything's going well. The boss is not hard. Except for Dark Soul. 69. He's dead. It appears he just hadn't bothered to go inside the shield. Happens, distractions, phone rang, whatever. No problem. We beat the boss without any issues. And so we go on to the big wormy boy Skolex. As we're clearing the trash, I do begin to notice something. Daxol 69 is barely doing any damage he is pressing buttons 
There is something there. But in no discernible order, no respective priority is being given to the spells he's casting. But the raid trucks along to the boss. The tanks put out the markers. The ready check goes out. We pull. The fight starts. Again, going fairly smooth. Except, except for Dark Soul 69. He somehow managed to die within 10 seconds. The group kills Skolex with only a couple of other deaths. We res up. And then on to Artificer. Clear the trash to the boss. Two people leave, as is World of Warcraft. And two more are added. I also noticed... We are never, not one single time, removed from the group finder. He had our group listed the entire time. And I can't tell you how many people are queued up to join our group in just the first two bosses. But it was a lot. A hell of a lot. We get to Artificer, the tanks put out the markers and give a few instructions in raid chat. The pull timer goes out. And Dark Souls 69 runs straight into the first stasis traps that go out. We free him and valiantly charges into Artificer straight into another stasis trap that was between him and the boss. Now, I would like to say, like the other two bosses, we pushed on and won, but the group fails in a couple of things, as you're likely to do on that boss, and we wipe. This is the first time somebody in the chat, in the raid, decides to say something. Dark Souls 69 must be trolling, mate. He was dead on the last two bosses and he just was right running into stasis traps. He's also not like doing any damage, mate. He's doing less than the healers. Dark Souls 69 says not a word. Not one. No retort. No argument. Nothing. There's an awkward silence. But we go again. The ready check goes out. There's a few more instructions from the tanks explaining what needs to happen. The pull timer goes, and off we go. Dark Soul 69 runs immediately into one of the first sets of stasis traps, trying to attack the boss. He's allowed to die this time. We have a few other deaths, but we kill the boss. We res up, and we start making our way to the Crab Daddy. People are now angry. It's happened again. They brought it up in the chat. So people are genuinely a bit pissed off now. They're starting to openly talk shit about him in the raid chat. Trying to find out what the hell is going on. They're talking about how Dark Souls 69 clearly just wants to have a free carry through this raid. They declare him a shitlord. Not a fucking word from Dark Souls 69. Nothing. Not a single solitary letter he's just there he exists he's moving he's not got people on follow he's not a figment of our imagination dark soul 69 is a flesh and blood person one of the tanks then proclaims that they are not going to carry a scrub no way and leaves the group this prompts as you might imagine about half the raid to do the same. I slowly moved my cursor over the leave group button, but 
Curiosity is a bitch. Curiosity is a bitch. And something in my soul said, I want to see what happens. I've got time. Let's just see what happens. And motherfucker, the raid begins to fill back up with more people. After a relatively short time, we're pulling trash again. And we're stood in front of the crab. One of the healers begins to explain some of the finer points. Ready check goes out. Pull timer. We go. The fight's going well. You can tell most of the raid knows what to do in the fight. Hell, surprisingly. Perhaps it was the wake-up call he needed. Dark Soul 69 is alive. Ten seconds into the fight. But... Tempest Fugit, my friends. As we move from phase one to phase two, Dark Soul 69 gets stuck on the wrong side of the door and dies. We make it through phase two, but we lose a few people in the transition. We wipe, we res up, another ready check, a pull timer, and off we go. Dark Soul 69 dies in phase one before the intermission this time. He just stood in the missile. We make it to phase three, but we wipe again. Three more times we wipe, three more times we try. Every single time, every single time, Dark Soul 69 is either dead before the wall or dies to the wall. But no matter. Because when he lives, when his soul is as one with his body, he doesn't do any damage anyway. We end up killing the crap with, of course, no help from Dark Soul 69. But then, fate was a cruel mistress that day. Dark Soul 69 loots the heroic leg token. <clears throat> this drives the raid group into a frenzy. The people of the raid, this fresh raid, are raging, raging of Dark Soul 69. So many names, my friends, so many insults. Dark Soul 69 doesn't say a word, not a whisper, nothing. Utter silence. Two thirds of the raid are insulting him and hearthstoning out. We slowly trickle down. The group dwindles to just him, me, and two other DPS. Both of which were clearly terrible players who had luckily found their way into a group. But god fucking damn it, does that raid start to fill again? And pretty quickly, we're pushing forward again. Fresh tanks, fresh healers, fresh DPS. We're moving up to the Pantheon. At this point... Curiosity is biting me like a tiger in the wild, and I have to learn more of Dark Souls 69. Is he a bot? Is he trolling? Is he selling? He has decent gear. According to his Raider.io, he has experience raiding. But he has done nothing but die on every single boss. And nonetheless, he pretty much just stands around not pressing anything. So I take it to the pink. 
Hey, you okay? He seems to die a lot. Do you want me to explain what happens at Lahuvim? Dark Soul 69 replies. No. It's okay. I'm the raid leader. I'm flummoxed. But you aren't saying anything or doing anything. It's the other guys that are telling people what to do. Dark Souls 69 replies once more. I have made them assistance. It is their job to assist. I'm thinking about it. Can you explain? People are quitting the raid because you're not raid leading. They're insulting you. You aren't leading the raid. I am the raid leader. I fill the raid with people. I make people come to the raid. The assistants tell people what to do. My job is to fill the raid. I'm baffled. I'm absolutely baffled. I tried to talk to Dark Souls 69, this enigma. I think you've got it wrong. Raid leaders lead the raid. They put markers down, they explain what needs to happen. Dark Souls 69 has one final comment for me. No, it is you who does not understand. I am the raid leader. I make sure this raid is full. That is what we do. At this point, I make the knee-jerk reaction. That's the only thing that makes sense here. I'm out. I wish him luck and I leave the group. But of course I'm thinking about this after it's happened. This is the strangest thing that's ever happened to me in this game. I'm contemplating it and I wonder... Is this how people actually play the game? <laughs> you dick. Is this what Preach talks about with the problems with LFR? <laughs> oh, no. I run a few Mythic Plus to clear the experience from my memory and I log off for the night. I log in the next day and I'm still missing this heroic jailer kill that has obviously been plaguing me now for months and yesterday was no better as you guys are now well known. So I open the LFG and fuck my ass. There is Dark Souls 69's raid. Dark Souls 69 is on Anduin. <laughs> I laugh to myself that he's at it again. I can't get into any other heroic pug. I list myself in no less than 25 groups and I'm denied from all of them. But all the while, there it is. Dark Souls 69's raid. But I'm not going there. I do some more dungeons and some M plus for a while. So a few hours later, I open the LFG again. And there he is. Still on Anduin. 
Thinking I've made the right decision, I laughed to myself thinking, now that, now that stupid arsehole is stuck at Anduin forever. The next day I log on, Dark Souls 69 is now on the Lords of Dread. <laughs> I just imagine how that raid must be going, right? Throughout the day, I keep checking. He's still on Lords of Dread, but the group is still listed in the group finder. He's there for the whole day. I log on a little late the day after. And what do I see? Dark Souls 69 is now on Rygalon. Hmm. I'm a little impressed at this point. I mean, <laughs> he's killing the bosses. Sure as a dog will roll in shit, Dark Souls 69 is progressing past me a lot. But he's not going to kill Rygalon. So I hop on an alt for a while. And then before I log off for the day, I check in to see what's going on in the LFG because at this point I have to know. Is he still there? What's happening? He's on the fucking jailer now. His group still listed. Still there like it has been for three days. But he's now on the jailer. In my mind, I'm just thinking, like, how many times has this guy refilled this raid? How many hundreds of players has he brought into this one group over three days? The entire next day, in the morning, on the jailer. I go to work, I come home, still on the jailer. The entire day, he's stuck on the jailer, which made me happy. He shouldn't be able to kill the jailer. The next day, I log on after work and still there on the jailer, but he's still going. This is now day five of essentially this one group. The group is listed all the way through till Sunday. But on Sunday, I log on and I open the LFG and I don't see the listing. He must have given up. He must have quit. It must have been impossible. He must have run out of time to sit doing this so I check his raider.io Dark Souls 69 has got his ahead of the curve kill Dark Souls 69 is 10 out of 10 heroic unfucking real this fucking clown just sits there refilling the raid over and over and over and over and over again till he eventually gets a group that just kills the boss for him I'm fucking pissed I think of all the videos I've watched on how to be better how to be welcomed into groups how to make a good impression I've watched all the boss kills over and over so I know exactly what I need to do and when I need to do it Dark Souls 69 has made no effort to do anything other than click accept in a group finder. And from his point of view, he's doing exactly what his job is. I literally log out of WoW till the reset. Just so I could check my box on logging in.
So we go to Tuesday. I log in, as many of you have, to check my weekly box of disappointment. I open up the group finder to see if I can get into an early pug. Maybe one that's just starting fresh for the week and I can finally make some progress. And there it is. Dark Souls 69. The title of his group has changed now. AOTC Heroic Sepulchre Run. I decide, fuck it. I'm gonna try. He got it done, I'm gonna try. So I send him a whisper. Hey, Dark Souls 69. I raided with you last week. Uh, invite me. Dark Souls 69 replied. Sorry. This is ahead of the curve only. You need more gear. This motherfucker got his ahead of the curve by doing nothing. And now he's gatekeeping his pugs with it. I had no response. I just couldn't believe it. So I just logged off. This makes my understanding of the WoW world better. If you want to be a pug raid leader, just keep inviting people and throwing them into the meat grinder until eventually you win. And according to Ahead of the Curve Dark Souls 69, you will have done your job. I want to thank you, Bex and Preacher, and the whole team. The end. Wow. <clears throat> Chad or Clown? I noticed in the chat as I was regaling us with that, with that story, for certainly for our audio listeners out there, that the overwhelming amount of people in the chat are now very supportive of Dark Souls 69. <laughs> they stand by Dark Souls 69. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pledge their swords to Dark Souls 69. We do. He's an absolute unit. Oh my god. Uh, stand with the judge. I stand with the king. Oh, I love stories like that. From the five-year-old girl who managed to get a full Mythic Plus 15 gear set over her uncle who had been trying for months because she just kept fucking inviting people and running dungeons and not doing anything and she still outgeared her uncle to this this hero this man you've got it's not that he didn't do anything though he committed to that for like eight days you know uh, well less than a reset so like six days <sighs> it works. She likes horses now. Yeah, she's not even interested. Stam explosion. I <laughs> can explosion reply. He played for days, but he must have put in something like 60 or 70 hours of time into achieving that. But he got there in the end. Ladies and gentlemen, that does bring us to the end of Drama Time for this week. And for streams until Monday, we will be starting, of course, as by Democratic Vote, vote from our audience. Final Fantasy X will be beginning at some point next week. 
it will be beginning our goal is to get the roll quest and stuff done but final fantasy 10 will be on the docket and should be a ton of fun we'll be getting ready for that probably won't be monday but it will be at some point next week all right i love you all thank you for everything and uh i'll see you monday all right bye everybody